Good morning. So happy to be here with you. Do you guys like my cool setup with this dual screen? I have Brittany Hammond here. I'm very excited about the dual screen and about having Brittany here. And I'd like to introduce Brittany and just read her bio so you guys know what a powerhouse is with us. Okay, so Brittany is a filmmaker and a story and visibility mentor. She's the founder of Untamed Productions and the Brand Interrupted podcast. We have an episode on her podcast. You should check it out. She works with high performers, creative entrepreneurs, thought leaders, visionaries, aka you guys, to tap into the white hot truth of your message, to leverage your power, the power of your story, to reclaim your voice, to express yourself on camera with confidence and conviction. And Brittany also writes and produces short films and music videos and uses her signature brand story method with her clients. So Brittany, <laughs> thanks for being here. All the way from Paris, France, right? Yes. New York. <laughs> Ah, oh, and oh. we're here today to talk about uh, the mother wound and our visibility fears and how they keep us from our truth, right? Yeah. And, you know, I would love to start by just, I'm really curious, like, what what is the mother wound? Can you share with us? Yeah. So as a quick backstory, like when COVID hit, obviously I had to put my film production to the side. And I already was helping people with visibility, but that's when I started to dive into the mother wound because I had spoken with a psychic who said to me, in order to reconcile your relationship with leadership, you have to heal your relationship with the authority figure in your childhood, AKA the mother. So that was kind of how I started really diving into this. And once I learned about it, I was like, wow, my whole life makes sense from like childhood. So the mother wound is really just the generational messages that we receive as women. And so much of it is really stemmed in the patriarchy. Um, but it can kind of show up, you know, in our lives, but also our businesses. So kind of the four ways that it can show up is through comparison. So never feeling good enough, like this self-worthiness wound is so prevalent in our society. Um, shame, thinking or believing there's something inherently wrong with us. Attenuation, feeling like we have to stay small in order to be liked or loved or accepted. It's not safe to shine. It's not safe to like leave the tribe, your community. Um, and then the sense of guilt for you know, I think every generation has new desires and it's as the global consciousness is expanding, it's like we want more for our lives. And there's that guilt of, well, my parents or my grandparents, or great grandparents didn't have this. So who am I to want more in life? So those are kind of the four ways that it can show up um, or like the four belief systems. So, you know, if you guys are watching, uh, I would love for you to put a one in the comments if you can see how the mother wound has shown <laughs> up for you. And if you're watching the replay, just give us a hashtag replay and also give us a one about how, to, how the mother wound has shown up for you because, you know, I love that, that language. This is probably what I've given my life to is repairing this mother wound, repairing this illusion of authority that, yeah. uh, you know, we think we need permission to 
um, go do our shit. And even, I mean, God, every day lately, I am like looking at where I've decided I don't have permission to do things. And it's just there every day as a choice. So, you know, how has that shown up in your life and how, how has it impacted your career? Can you give us like some juicy deets on like, like what has your transformation been like with that? I'm pretty fascinated. So this was like also the most terrifying thing for me to come out about because yes, I help my clients with their visibility, but I was hiding like my biggest, deepest, darkest secret. And it's hard to talk about it publicly but I grew up in an abusive household and I have never been able to really share about this because my family does support me and follow me on social media. So I was kind of living this like double life. Um, One of the things that I wanna just preface this with in terms of like visibility fears and visibility wounds is that I think it can come from a number of things. Like we're talking about the mother wound right now, but it also can be honestly, past life karma, um, social, uh, society, cultural conditioning, like there's a number of ways that can contribute to our, our visibility fears. And so it's not about, you know, I don't think everyone will identify with everything. If that makes sense, it's about finding what is your truth and where you can identify that in your life. Um, but for me, like one of the, the things, um, growing up is, hard work was just so like we had this long lineage of like you have to work so hard you have to sacrifice yourself and I kind of like was birthed in the world and I was like I want to bask in the beauty of life like I want a good life I want to be drinking champagne you know going to art museums like that was like I came into the world as like this artist who just you know wanted the beauty of life And I remember my mom would poke fun at me growing up, like, oh, Brittany lives on a cloud. Um, She doesn't know how to work hard. She doesn't know how to manage money. And like, these weren't, these were blatantly projected on me. Like this was said to me. So when I started my first business, when I was, I actually had my first six figure business by the time I was 20. And let me just say, I have never been so miserable in my life. So for me, money was not happiness. Like success and money for me was self-sacrifice and not safe. And um, as I started, so that was honestly 10 years ago. So this is my current business. You know, I was trying to get out of that hustle mentality, but that was the only model I had for success. Um, And when I did start, seeing success in this business, I would still get those reflections from my mom. So how this links to the mother wound is, um, I'm just going to read this quote because it's from Bethany Webster, who really specializes in it. But she says, it can be dangerous to actualize your potential because it may mean risking rejection by your mother. So if I get to run my business and it gets to be easy and I get to make a lot of money, then that contradicts my mother's belief of it has to be hard. You have to sacrifice yourself, which she would have gotten from her parents and and so on and so forth. And 
that's a really terrifying place to be in, especially when you're a public figure, you're online, you're sharing your message publicly. And then that's how we fall into the visibility fear because you don't want to talk about your success. I didn't even want to talk about my clients' success. I never wanted to come across as too bright, too successful, too whatever, because then I was going to have the bullying and the projections onto me. But fact, really, I want to even jump in and say, I'd assert that's one of the reasons why people don't even start their business or they just quit with a fantasy or an idea is because that concept of betraying the genetic line is the ceiling and we can't yeah. even go there and risk betraying the honor of like, well, it, it takes hard work to succeed in life that mm -hmm. was given to us by our parents. Yeah. And I think that can trigger our parents as well because, um, or I, I mean, at least that was what was projected back onto me because they're, you know, then they, they don't, I don't think they even do it purposely. They then try and project it onto you to stay small. And that's where the guilt and the shame come up because you're like, Oh, I don't want to surpass my parents. Um, so yeah. And then the other thing just to add to that is, um, I talk so much about conscious messaging and teaching from the wisdom and not the wound. So the authority in my life, parents, teachers, I don't know, school institutions, university, um, really came from, I'm going to say a wounded place. And if you look at how that transpires in our life, look at the marketing messages, how the, hus the hustle culture, working 80 hours a week. Um, this is perpetuated in our society because it's just the wounded messaging. And I think at least for our generation, or at least for what I stand for and what I'm trying to teach people is how to take your power back. And you can't do that by changing someone else. You have to know how to discern the voices. And I think this is where the truth, this is what you talk a lot about, Stephanie, is like, what is true for me? My truth might be different than your truth my truth might be different than my parents' truth, but I get to discern what voices I'm gonna internalize and, and operate from. So um, it's huge. <laughs> it is huge. And I'd love to even make it more granular and tactical for these, for people listening. You know, I know mm -hmm. there are a lot of people in this group who can't quite take that first step to speak truth in yeah. the vehicle and medium of business, right? Yeah. And, oh my God, we have so many brilliant ideas and our ideas just won't get us anywhere. Like anyone can have a, a million dollar idea, but who's going to execute on it, right? Mm -hmm. That really separates people. And so like, what would you say to someone listening who's really, really can start to see their mother wounds and wants to take like the first action step like what do you think is like the first step for someone who's breaking free of that yeah so i always say that speaking your truth requires the toolbox not just the pep talk i think that can be a huge form of, of bypassing i won't go on a tangent on that but i can if you, you could <laughs> if you like i'm all, i'm down for that that tangent for sure <laughs> but i i'll swing back to that but what i'll say is through my own experience, like no one taught this to me. This was me learning things the hard way. And I think the first step is that self-awareness. 
And it's about going back to your childhood, looking at the authority figures. And the biggest thing is about identifying your truths and triggers. And this is not an easy process because it takes radical self-responsibility to look in the mirror and say, how have I contributed to this? So to give like a tangible thing, um, first step, I would say self-awareness. So getting grounded in yourself. I know we all know these techniques, but meditation, yoga, EFT, theta, like there's so many ways that you can ground into your truth and silence out the noise. You have to first know what your truth is before you're going to equip yourself to actually go and share it. Um, and I'll chime in. That's it's fucking awesome. You know, the download it, y'all know that we, we do theta healing meditations in every live stream and like the download for me in that that's so critical is discerning my voice from other people's yeah. voices, discerning where my field ends and another field begins. Yeah. I feel like that really speaks to what you're saying. Yeah. I'll give a concrete example because this is, you know, obviously I practice what I what I teach, but understanding your truths and triggers. So a few days ago I had posted something in my Facebook community around visibility fears and I had someone commenting on my post gasp you know like the that's the thing like we can be scared to put ourselves out there because how are people gonna receive our message and they were a little bit challenging me on it and I got triggered and I was like this is just the most beautiful opportunity for me to practice what I teach so I had to look at they were expressing an opinion that was different from the one that I was sharing and I had to remember you can't take away, you have to understand that other people have their truth and we don't need to convince people of our truth because that's where we get disempowered and we start getting ungrounded in what it is we believe in. So I looked at, okay, this person believes this. They're not saying it to contradict me. That was the fear. If I speak my truth, I'll be contradicted. They were saying it because they just wanted to express their truth. And once I discerned the trigger and the truth, I was at peace with it because I'm like, well, they're just expressing their self and I get to honor that. I don't need to go back at them and try and make them wrong, which is what people do online. I don't, I don't know if you've seen this, can Stephanie, you, but- Can you come to America and teach people in America how to do this right now after our vice presidential debate last night? I have, I didn't what see it. Shit show. I mean, that's the thing. I think the biggest, there's a quote about this and I can't remember who said it or what it was, but the, I think one of the biggest like problems is that we don't know how to hold space for people who have different opinions. And so our reflex is to shame them. If you're different with me, there must be something wrong with you. Where did we learn that? The mother wound. <laughs> so this is what we're talking about in truth school right now too. Naughty, oh, cool. naughty, naughty, spanky, spanky, spanky. <laughs> Because if you're going to be any sort of fucking leader in the world, how can people just come up against you with their own garbage nonsense, their own truths, their own opinions, and then you're just going to absorb them and be a yes to accepting them and you call yourself a leader? Are you crazy? It's never going to work. Yeah. You're going to be miserable. Yeah. Totally. I mean, so much of it is just letting it go and and also like just another tool in the in this truth toolbox is um knowing how to protect your energetic boundaries your boundaries with yourself 
Like I've made a, a rule with myself where if I don't feel like the person is open to learning or if they're just open to a different point of view, I will not engage in certain conversations, whether it be political, environmental, COVID, anything, because I also, part of what I teach around truths and triggers is knowing who your safe people are. If you've noticed, and honestly, this can really tie into business and and our clients, but I'm gonna relate it to personal life right now. It's knowing those people that you're around when when you do, you know, speak up, share your opinion, whatever, how do people react around you? And notice the people that you don't feel safe around, that can't hold space for you, that try and silence you. Because once you recognize that, you, it's our responsibility to set our own boundaries. We can't expect that people are going to do that for us. We have to uphold them. So another huge part of my healing was just knowing when will I engage in certain conversations and when will I not just to protect my own mental health really and that is huge as well it is huge and just personally for me like I'm at the next stage of this in my life so right we we go through the first round of this when we're dealing with looking at our mother wound healing this Mm -hmm. stepping into our leadership stepping into our power and just on a personal note now I'm at like I feel like I'm at level four of it like like great I've unlocked all these cool levels of speaking my truth and finding my inner circle and now there's more work to be done because as I continue to expand 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 my belief systems don't just align with everyone who's already been in my life it's now time for a real upgrade and it's brought heartache like let's be real for me it's been bringing heartache like wow like like these relationships have to change in order for me to be in alignment with my truth. And yeah. I'm going to have to be the one who changes them. I'm really like, I really much more prefer like other people telling me what our relationship is going to be like when I'm left to my default, but inside of my leadership, that's not workable. And yeah. so now I have to be the one holding my queen scepter saying, all right, this is how our relationships are shifting and being with, the discomfort of, of doing that. That's so beautiful. And like, I just finished my Saturn return, I think like maybe a year and a half ago or something, but God bless had, you woman. God bless you. <laughs> I had four or maybe five instances just in August alone where I had to end relationships that were no longer in alignment and it was really triggering my boundaries and like what a surprise I'm launching this new program the universe is like like throwing me all these obstacles and I'm just like oh my god like but I you know I ended a relationship with a business coach with a a team member with a friend two friends with a client and it was just like every time it was calling me to step up to speak my truth and I'll just say for one of my like karmic patterns has been every time I spoke my truth, there was always a negative consequence. And this started in my childhood from like literally elementary school with like my girlfriends and then being exiled from my friends group, which I'm still healing from that from like 20 years ago. Um, But I faced it head on. And I, I honestly, the more you strengthen, it's just a muscle. I think speaking your truth is a muscle. You just strengthen it. And every time you learn how to navigate it, what to say, 
how you can feel more strong. And then honestly, I, I look at them as blessings now. Like I just feel so much more grounded in, in my truth. So I'm not, and I don't go into that victim state of why does this keep happening to me? Like it, anything can happen in life. It's just how you handle it. Just how you address it. So. So for those of you listening today, I would like this phrase, speak your truth to not land as a generic hashtag and to not have it be some like, like white noise phrase you just gloss over. And I, I really ask you to look at where guilt or shame for asserting yourself has really been dominating the space and start to grapple with what is it going to look like to alter this? Who do I need to be to alter this? What do I need to say to alter this? What boundary do I need to put in place to stand my ground here? And my ask is that you pick one person to work this out through Mm. just so this can really land as like fucking real. Yeah. 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 Um, you mentioned a program that you're starting. Yeah. So I have a five day immersion challenge, if you will. Okay. So it's the same name. It's radically visible and fully expressed. And it's really one. I just say this transparently because I believe it's so important to share our journey and where we're at. This is me in my next visibility level because I've been a referral based business for six years. Wow. And this is me in public. Yeah. <laughs> well, <Wow. laughs> a little bit of a roller coaster, but um, it's a five day immersion all around awakening your confidence, amplifying your voice, and communicating powerfully. Because as someone who was silenced growing up, the most powerful gift that I could give back to women, to humankind, (laughs) people kind, what Trudeau says, is helping people be heard and be seen for who they are and communicate on all levels in life. So this is going to be kicking off Monday, October 12th. And day one is going to be diving deeper into the mother wound and understanding why it doesn't feel safe to be seen. This is like the number one thing that people come to me saying is they never felt safe to be themselves. So we're going to be diving into that because I think once you can shine the light on that, you can understand the generational messages. This will lead us into day two, which is branding is a self-reclamation journey. This is, yeah. (laughs) It's all about reclaiming who you are, who you were before you had all the layers of conditioning on you so that you can show up as your buzzword, authentic self, Um, and yeah, really understanding like the shadow, the light, the dark pieces, like how you can really get back to your core essence so that you can share that with the world and whichever, you know, whichever your work is, if it's in art business, um, advocating non-for-profits and then Wednesday, October 14th is going to be all about activating your inner leader. So we're going to start diving into some of these authority figures, what our relationship is with authority and leadership so we can understand how to be sovereign leaders. I am so, get so fired up around teaching sovereign leadership because again, like 
that was my story, being raised in a world with wounded leaders. So really understanding how we can claim our power back and, and empower people. And then knowing how to take a bold stance. I think a lot of people want to inspire people today, which is amazing, but that in itself is not a business model. And it's not how you start a movement. Like you have to, and this is the speaking the truth, you have to know what is your bold stance? What are you advocating for? And <laughs> um, how can you share that with the world? Day four is all going to be about the power and impact of sharing your story. You might have noticed I share so much of my story as I explain this because I believe in the power of it versus just sharing the theory. Um, and that's where like the embodiment comes in. And then day five is going to be all about how you can take that message and turn it into a movement because I don't know about you, Stephanie, but I think like the global consciousness is really raising the bar and we want conversations. We want to have these hard conversations and it's not so much about just being like a service-based business provider, but it's how can you expand that conversation to the greater public and like, this sounds a little cheesy, but like <laughs> raise the vibration of humanity because I think that that's, that's what we're here to do through our work. So. Wow. That sounds amazing. This sounds like an amazing challenge. Um, I know it's a free challenge and I've put a link right on the screen because I'm getting so good at this awesome software, you guys. So it's right on the screen. I'll put the link in the comments when we're done with the live. And um, I highly recommend you all come join Brittany for this challenge. And, you know, the one thing I wanted to just touch on that's really amazing that you you've been working on referrals and this is really like the first time you're doing something like this. And I know for myself, COVID, you know, we're not who we are in a post COVID world compared yeah. to who we were in a pre COVID world. And I know that for me, truth school came in as a channel and a download because the cost of me just being word of mouth and like, like doing my witchy woo work with people like through whispers, it was, the cost of doing that was too painful in a post-COVID world. I was like, all right, and this is my calling. Like, we have to step up. The awakening's happening right now. It's happening yeah. through this crisis. And I'm wondering if that was, like, something similar that you experienced as you, as you stepped into this new chapter of your business. Yeah, I mean, I, I love that. And that was something I related to in your conversation with Belinda because – I've always been someone who is multi-passionate and multi-talented, and this has been um, kind of a burden for me because when you're just good at a lot of things, <laughs> I say this humbly, it's like, what do you focus on? So honestly, this challenge and this, this new program is like an accumulation of my past 12 years of entrepreneurship and everything I have learned and like, I've, I'm not going to say I'm at the pinnacle, but I'm like, this is what I was meant to share with the world. And it took me 11 years, 31, <laughs> it took me like 11 years to get here. And um, I think it, I'll, I'll just say this quickly, but my word of the year for 2020 was mastery. And for me, that meant film. I was going to go all out in the film, start entering festivals, do, you know, more high level projects with clients. I kicked off January with 10 film projects and I was like, yes, COVID hit. And my mastery actually became self-mastery. 
that's what it was. That was my shift. Brilliant. So I'm guessing you're going to be giving away some of that self-mastery in this challenge. And just so everyone knows, Brittany is in this group. You can tag her. You can ask her questions. Um, She'll answer you. And you should go join her in, in, in the challenge. And again, I'll post the link below so you guys can all check it out. Anything else you want to share, Britt? Super quick. I just, I know I've mentioned this before. I think it was on our podcast episode, but I just adore you. Like I feel like a soul sister, like we really get each other. And when we were in Melinda's program a few years ago, I don't remember what you said to me, but I just know how you made me feel. And it was so seen. And I'm just so like honored and grateful to be in this conversation because here's what I want to share as a takeaway because I felt seen and safe by you, I'm able, like, I think this is the most bold that I've spoken on a live stream in a while because I felt that sense of like safety. And I think that that's the message I want to pass on is like when you do feel that inner groundedness and safeness, you can speak your truth. So I hear that. (laughs) I'm grateful for it. Grateful for you. Thank you for sharing yourself so that others can be elevated and transformed and irrevocably altered. Yeah. Thank you. All right. (laughs) See you later, guys. See you in the challenge. Yeah.